0: Hey, thanks for joining us for another podcast with Neck Roots. I'm Kit James, Austin Davis, and we're bringing it to you live here from the Neck Roots Ranch. And this one is titled. This episode is really near and dear to my heart. It's called "Raise Them Right. Raising them upright,
1: Kit. That's right. So, you know, I. It's it's hard. I'm my kids are fairly young, right? I've got a two year old, a four year old, and an eight year old. Right. So some of them are at those critical ages where they're developing their personality. And then, you know, the older one is at that age where friends are becoming a more uh, a bigger influence in his life. Right. right. And, and getting more uh, involved in school and those things. And when you when you take a step back and you you really consider what's going on in the world today. Right. The world that we live in and what's being taught in these schools and, you know, the stuff about indoctrination. And we just see all these things. It's it just becomes so important to be the main person in your kid's life. Parents are the main people in the kid's life to raise them, right? Yeah. Because if you don't step up and do it, somebody else will. And that somebody else is going to be, it's going to be the world. It's going to be society. And is, is society living the values that you want your kids to live? Is society going to teach them to be a responsible adult that knows yeah. how to take care of things? Is society going to teach them how to deal with stress? Right, because life is stressful, man. Sure. Life is full of stressors all the time. But, you know, the responsibility, it lies with us, brother.
0: Yep, 100%. Um, You know, uh, I've got two boys, and they're older now, 19 and 21. Um, And it was hard for us to have kids. It took us eight, nine years, you know, before we. And so it's interesting because I think if we maybe would have had them a little easier, I don't know. Um, looking back, it would have, would we have been different parents? Sure. But the fact that we could only have two and the fact that it was really hard to have the two that we had, um, it's one of those things that me and my wife didn't even talk about it. But I told myself, I said, you know what? If I can do this right, I think everything else is right. It's it's water under the bridge. You're not going to be perfect in everything you do, not even being a parent. But I wanted to get that right yeah and so um it's just something that that you don't study you don't learn you don't you ask questions and you pay attention you, you you look at examples of of people right around you and and you figure out what what they're doing that works and what they're doing that doesn't work or whatever you just pick up that intel as you go through life and um i used to ask people a lot of questions right and, sure and and just pay attention but What's interesting about asking the questions and paying attention is our kids do the same thing.
1: Oh, for sure they do. Right? Yep. Yeah, especially my eight-year-old dude. I think I get like somewhere around two hundred and fifty thousand questions a day, dude. It's it's off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He asking questions and he asks another question before you give him an answer. Right? That's what it is. Yeah. That's good because you didn't know the answer anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. I don't. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things that I just man, I just know that it's important because if the next generation is going to be better than this generation, um, and, and we're going to break that cycle or or improve that cycle and make it better and better. We got to be available mentally, physically, emotionally. We got to be there, right? Yeah, absolutely. We do. And with that comes all these distractions. And so distractions for not just the parents, but the kids, right? Life itself is a distraction. And so, um, I think there's so many things that you can do, but I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how busy you are. I don't care um, what your hobbies are. There's one thing that kids know, and, 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 and there was a time in my life when I was traveling a lot and working a lot, and, and I'd buy them stuff, and and they'd open it up, and they'd say, that's cool. Yeah. But there's a price on cool. You know what I mean? Yep. But when I would shut everything down, turn the phone off, and spend time with them, even though they wouldn't open it up or say, hey, that's cool. Later in life, they realized that maybe cool didn't have a price, but my time was priceless. And they realized that. And And don't think for two seconds, man. You, you go out and throw the ball at the kid or whatever, even though they expect it and they act like they don't know, they know. And, and, did and it. as my kids got older, man, they're thanking me for this and thanking me for that. and um, you know, And, and they kind of cherish that time. Yeah, you know,
1: absolutely. You said something really important, um, and and I want to touch more on time, right? And the, and what time has meant for me, because you know, dude, I I used to be a kid too, right? Right. I, I've still got parents, but what you said is, when we make the choice to have kids, right? When you decide to bring kids into this world, you have no more important job than to raise those kids. That's it. That is number one. Yep. Right. Uh, make sure they're taken care of and make sure they learn correct principles and so like th- this isn't this isn't like something that comes second right this is something that needs our attention and when it comes to time i'm I'm just thinking about my kids right and what they ask me to do they, they'll, they may ask for toys or we'll go to the store or whatever and we'll walk them through the toy aisle because they love to be there and they're like sure. oh let's have you know i want this or you know can i get this and those types of things and as soon as we get home, Kit, it, we don't always get them stuff. They have to earn stuff at our house, right? Sure. That's that's an important part of, of raising your kids up, right? And we'll touch on that. But, you know, we'll get home, and uh, they've already forgotten. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is 30 minutes. This yeah. is just only 30 minutes has gone by. And these material things, man, it's out of their head. Yep. But, you know, my kids, especially my 8-year-old, right, and my 4-year-old, they ask to spend time with me all the time. Hey, Dad, will you come play this board game with me, or will you come play this card game with me? Or, hey, Dad, can we watch a movie together? Or, hey, can you know my daughter? Right now, she just learned how to ride her bike, right? And we did it no training wheels, dude. She is a hmm. she's a rock star on a bike, dude. <laughs> so now she's always asking, "Hey, Dad, can we take my uh, my orange bike and go to the you know the church parking lot so I can ride around?" She just wants to go out and spend that time with me and that means the most of the kids and you know i think back to when i was a kid and uh, both my parents are fantastic like i've got i was i'm blessed dude i've got great parents but my dad dude my dad is my best friend and he is my hero there is no question about it and uh when i turned i was i've always been obsessed with dirt bikes we've talked about this up and down right and uh just it, it's been my lifeblood when i was 9 years old i got my first dirt bike it was a 1976 yamaha dt100 dude this <laughs> metal gas tank taillights uh, uh rack on the back to strap your bag down to the headlight i mean it was it was an old school enduro bike and it was the greatest thing i'd ever got in the entire world but the thing that that led to was me getting to spend time with my dad we went yeah. out every weekend and we rode dirt bikes. And, and, you know, we've been on over 500 riding trips, easy over 500 riding trips throughout the years. And uh, that also equated to every single riding trip was a minimum, minimum of two hours window time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. And those conversations that I've had with my dad, I mean, they're irreplaceable. That time that I spent with my dad, irreplaceable. Now, I also did things with my mom. They were different sure. Uh, you know, we did grocery shopping together, but every mm-hmm. time we went grocery shopping, when I was a little kid, dude, Cookies. I got that, I got that hot dog. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. I was good in the store, I got to pick out a candy bar, right? So you and never the,
0: got a candy bar.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I was a little off the wall. So, so sugar wasn't an option for me, but, uh, and there were all kinds of other things. I always, always spent time with my mom during the day and during the week, right. That doing things that, uh, needed to get done, but, it's the time, man. It is the time. it is the time that matters when you
0: are a kid. One hundred percent, and it's it's it is dedicated time to that to that kid. Yeah, and you know I had just two kids, and so it was a lot easier. Um, you know, we spent so much time with my oldest wrestling, and then my youngest spent so much time just fishing and being in the outdoors. They're so different, but. Um, one, one of my, you know, one son's favorite restaurant is not the other son's favorite restaurant and that's okay. Yeah. We cater to whatever it is. Right. And we spend time there and some, and I feel bad for my wife because we don't have any girls. And, and so when we're out, you know, doing full throttle, crazy boy stuff, she's like, yeah, no. And so we would always take the opportunity before they go back to school. And I'd say, Hey, you know, take them to Vegas or, or somewhere and go school shopping. Now you can go school shopping down the street, but. It's that time. Yeah, right? go spend time. Make the excuse to school shop and and go go do stuff. Yeah, right? with them and spend time. So she did that every year, and and now she really you know looks back and goes, I'm so glad I had that one on one time because dad gets it all the time. I take him to work and take him everywhere, and and so you said something interesting, Austin, and that is your kids at their age right now, they're always asking you for your time. Yeah, you know I'm gonna tell you a secret. When they get into those teenage years, you're going to be asking them for their time.
1: Dude, that's what I've been hearing. It breaks right? my heart. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so I'll tell you when you've won is uh, my, you know, I said, hey, you want to go do this or this? And he's like, yeah. My my son's like, yeah, let's go. Hang on a minute. I got to make a phone call. And so we're driving. I'm like, well, what do you mean you got to make a phone call? What, do you got to cancel a doctor's appointment or what? Yeah. And he goes, oh, no, my buddies were all going, you know, up to do a bonfire and this and that. And I'm like, bro, you ain't got to hang with the old man. He goes, way funner. Nice. And he did it all the time. Made me cry, man. That's awesome, man. And I'm like, hey, don't feel obligated. He goes, frick, no, dude. They ain't as fun as you. I'm like, well.
1: That's a testament to you, kid. That's a testament to the dad that you were to to those boys, (laughs) are to those boys, man. I'm
0: like, man, these kids are boring nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no kidding.
1: We were doing all kinds of crazy stuff with our friends, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So uh, raising the kids, I think it's a don't tell me, show me. Type of a deal, you can't oh, yeah. armchair quarterback raising kids. No, right, and no. we ain't got it all figured out. We're just telling you what we got figured out. Yeah, right. Yeah, but one hundred percent, you're going to teach a kid how to mow a lawn. You ain't doing it from an armchair. No, right. Nope. Don't tell me, Pop. Show me, right. Yeah. And if you can show them, and you can trust them, and you can start raising, but dude, they'll they'll soar.
1: Yeah, they'll right? do it.
0: My kids started everything young. I mean, they were driving the boat and back in the trailer at thirteen. Yeah, I've gotten trouble for it a few times. <laughs> right, but but the confidence and the trust that it says here, Dad's giving you this trust. Man, it just makes a big difference. But what's interesting is that don't t- don't tell me, show me type of world is if I want to teach my boys how to work and to be grinders and growlers and get western and don't find an excuse, even if it's a good excuse. For example, I'm all dirty right now, bro.
1: Dude, right?
0: you were on the job, man. I was on the job. Yeah, and. And I'm all hammed up, broke my wrist, right? Yep. I hope my doctor ain't listening (laughs) because I'm supposed to keep it elevated so the swelling will go down so I can get it cast. It's
1: elevated. It's above your feet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Um, (laughs) I just raise my hand at work once in a while. (laughs) There you (laughs) go. So anyways, Um, I I was up working on this job, and it was in a remote area, and I was in my excavator, right? And I had an appointment, and it was a church service appointment on saturday that i told my kids hey we need to go to and you know they're at that age you're like "Mm -hmm, yeah sounds like a lot of fun pop yeah no kidding and i'm like hey dude did you commit to go we're like yeah i said okay so did i let's go and so i said look i'm gonna go up into this canyon and finish excavating out this this area and i mean it's bro it's in the middle of nowhere and on saturday morning no one's there so I shot up there just to finish a few things so I could get my excavator out of there Monday. So I was working that morning, and then I was going to come home, change, and, you know, shower and get ready to go and go to our meeting. Yeah. I take the boys to dinner and go to our meeting. So uh, while I was up there, just finishing up, and I'm like, man, there's something in the way of this this rock. It looks like a live wire or something, you know? So I jumped down in the trench and left my phone up in the excavator. Yeah. Right? Jump down the trench, pull on this wire, it busts that big boulder through, lands on my knee, lands on my leg, pins me in that trench. Oh, my gosh, dude. It took a minute, bro, to get out from underneath that boulder. I had to rock it, rock it, rock it, move, you know, and it took 30, 40 minutes, and it hurt like a bugger, but when I stood up, I fell back down. And he gave out. Yeah, just ripped it, right? And I was like, that's weird. Maybe it's asleep. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> from, from being under from that being boulder. Under the boulder for so long. <laughs> I stood back up and I watched my knee go whoop the wrong way. I'm like, Gosh dang dude. Well, oh, that ain't good. No. My phone's up in the in the tractor, and so I climbed out of there. I'm all fours, right up up to the tractor, climbed out of the trench, and and got in, and I was sitting down in my tractor, going, Frick, dude, that all happened so fast. What happened, you know? And yeah. I'm like that ain't right. So I tried to put pressure on again. Whoop, go the wrong way. God. <laughs> I'm like, okay, my knee's detached. ACL's gone. It program's over. Yeah.
1: It's left the building, dude.
0: And so it felt good sitting down. So I finished excavating. (laughs) (laughs) You're already on the job. (laughs) But I couldn't get out and walk to my truck because it was down, you know, at the trailhead. And I'm like, hmm, I'll just drive the tractor over there. So when I was done, I drove the tractor, the excavator. I walked it right up next to my truck. My truck's lifted. And so it was a perfect height to get... From the excavator into the truck. Sure. I got down onto the track, into the truck, and boogied home. So I get home, and I'm like, Frick, I should say something. But, I mean, I already know who my doctor is, and I know he's not there on Saturday. Yeah. I ain't going to go 911. I'm not going to the emergency room. No. You know what I mean? For what? Yeah, you already know it's broken. I already, you know. already know it's ruined. I know what yeah, the deal now is. It's
1: time to go get it
0: fixed. It comes with a brace and then it comes with a scheduled surgery. It comes
1: with a $1,500 brace that yeah. they paid 100 bucks for, dude.
0: <laughs> 900 cash. We you give them cash. There
1: you go. Give them cash. <laughs> so,
0: anyways, I, I went home and I was hurrying and I, I showered and I changed and I was just not putting pressure on it. Well, I was trying to put get dressed and I was in my closet. And my wife comes in. She goes, honey, you better freaking hurry. You're going to be late. Kids are waiting for you. Yeah. And she opens the door. And she goes, why are you sitting on the floor in your closet? And I go, I'm trying to put my pants
1: on. <laughs> oh, man. And she's
0: like, what do you mean you're trying to put your pants on? I said, I'm just trying to put them on. Can you help me? And she's like, what is wrong with you? I said, here, I'll show you. Help me up. Oh, dang. So I stood up, and I go watch when I put pressure on this leg. Whoop. <laughs> right? And she about puked. And no she, kidding. So she freaked out. She said, you can't go. I said, "No." you don't understand as this is a great teaching opportunity i said if 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 dad can blow his whole knee out and still show up to something that i said i would show up to right yeah that we committed to go to i said think about it when they're when they're making excuses in the future my tummy hurts or i got a scratch or whatever yeah right? they're
1: gonna think back to this time
0: yeah oh and it happened several times bro oh i'm sure right i'm sure and so i nicknamed one of them for a minute scratch right i'm like scratch you gonna be all right (laughs) (laughs) Scratch. i walked in in the middle of of you know him telling his mom he can't go to this function you know and do this bike ride with all these kids and because of this or that or something and i'm like "Hmm." it's just a scratch as soon as he saw me he's like Shut up you know what i mean yeah because they can't yeah so i'm not saying you have to do something that extreme but they do pay attention yeah right so if we're snibbling they're going to be snibbling if we're if we got a scratch and and we don't know how to grind it out we don't have grit guess what that's what they're gonna see monkey monkey do bro they're gonna do it yep right yep and so it's really important to i mean you don't have to try to be that tough you know and and say i'm gonna i'll be honest with you right now my kids were not home, and, and and that happened to my knee. I don't know that I'd go wheeling in there. I probably I know I wouldn't. Yeah. But you know what? That's how serious it is when you're raising the kids because everything's a teaching moment. Good, bad, and ugly is a teaching moment.
1: Absolutely, teaching moment. And you know this. What this boils down to is keeping promises that you make to your kids, yeah. right? You you told them this is what we're doing. I made the promise. You guys made the promise. My promise to you is we're going, right? And. Nothing is going to destroy a kid quicker or, or cause a kid to lose respect in you as a parent than if you break your promises with them. Just as important as your promises to yourself are yeah. your promises to your kids, right? They, they know it. They see it, right? Yeah. They feel it. it yeah. It's one of the important things that, that uh, I was thinking about as we, we decided to talk on this, uh, raising our kids upright, is being the type of parent that your kids can come to. Yeah. Right. And if you want your kids to come to you, if you want your teenagers to come to you, now I'm not I'm not experiencing this yet. This is just you know what I've been told. But you know we you and I talk about this all the time. But um, you got to be honest with the kids, right? You've you've got to be honest. And there there's a time and a place to tell kids certain things about you know your experiences and things the good, the bad, and the ugly, yep. right? That you've been through. But you've got to be the type of parent that your kid can trust and can come to. So you keep your promises. You develop that trust. And then when they come to you, right, it's so critical how we respond to what they tell us. So we got to listen. Always got to listen. But our response to to what they tell us will determine whether or not they're coming back to tell us the next thing that happens, right? And you don't want them learning how to deal with life from their friends.
0: No. You want them learning from you. Yeah. I mean, most people outside of family, if you tell them your problems— 80% of them are great. just happy that you have problems. Oh, man, that's isn't that true? Yeah, it's true. And so, I mean, it's building that. There's not a perfect family out there, but I'll tell you the closest thing to a perfect family is one that's united. Yeah. One that you can trust like you're talking about. I mean, my wife at one time looked at me and she said, honey, you really think you should be sharing all this dirt, you know what I mean, with our kids about us and this and that and life? And I said, hey, they're going to learn it. They're going to learn it on a real personal level from someone that they care, respect, and love. And I said, and if they can see, Dad, hey, this hurt, you know, and this was painful. And I don't want you to go through it. Well, you can't just say, don't touch that. It's hot. And you say, hey, look, Dad was a dumb. I was a dummy, you know. I touched it. And then I touched it again. And then I held my hand on it. Yeah, dude, it's overrated. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. This is the deal. And this is the problems it caused. And these are the consequences that we suffered. And this is what almost happened. And so all these things and it's like I know some parents that will act perfect or whatever because they want to be that example for that kid. But the truth is you're never going to connect with the kid unless you get on their level. Getting on their level means being honest with them. You don't have to tell them everything, right? What color of the laundry was that you're all hanging out yeah, in, in the past. You just got to give them a flavor of, hey, you know, I went down the wrong road. I'm grateful that I... Went down that road for just a minute, so I realized it was the wrong road. But just so you don't have to go down it and suffer like I did, check it out. This is this is what you need to be aware of. Here's the yield sign. Here's the caution sign. Here's the you know warning signs. Here's all these things. And if you think that you're going down the wrong, hey, holler, man. I'll never judge you. I'll never. You know what I mean. You got to get on their level. Yeah. So yep. if if we're up here and I mean I've learned more from my kids than they've probably learned from me. You know, that the truth. We're yeah. in this together, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So.
1: Yeah, I love that, and and it's it's not that you tell them everything that you did when they're little, no. right? And it's not that you just tell them the things that you did when you're a kid. Like, hey, when I was a kid, this is the, you know this is how this is something that I went through. It's share the things that you've gone through as an adult, like what you were saying. Like you know, if you've had relationship issues, but between between dad and mom. Right there, there's going to be a relevant time in their life where it might be appropriate no. for them to to hear about those things and and realize that I think t- what you said is is letting them know that we're not perfect, yeah. that we're not up on some pedestal and they're down here and they have to do, you know, well they should be doing what they ask. You got to honor your father, and mother, right? I mean, it's a commandment there, but you know, it, it's not that they do that because they're told to do that. It's that they do that because they respect you exactly. and they've got the honesty. And they can come to you and we're vulnerable, right? you got to be vulnerable with your kids. Let them learn about the mistakes that you've made as an adult when they're younger so that they can avoid them and and build on themselves while they're an adult, right?
0: You know what, Austin, if we don't, honest to God, if we don't and we hide it and we act perfect and we sweep it under the rug because it is easier. Yeah, Sure. In The short term, yep. But if we don't do that and, and, and be real and we act like Peter perfect, first of all, they don't want to be like us because being Peter perfect is no fun, no, it's not, right? I don't no. want to be like that freaking robot. No, you know what I mean? Yep, Peter's dead, dude. Pull yeah. the plug, no kidding. So, um, but if we don't do that and be vulnerable and be honest and get on their level, guess what, man? That shows that, that we don't trust them. If we don't, if we can trust them now as we're raising them, you know what. We won't have to raise them when they're older, right? That's right. And 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 if we raise them right, we ain't gonna have to raise the grandkids. They can do it.
1: That's perfect. And right. then you just get to be grandma and grandpa, exactly. right? Exactly. You, you don't have to be uh, mom and dad number two or whatever it is. And that's, oh, gosh, this comes back to, you know, back to time and back to what it is that you're teaching your kids. So the when we talk about time, like when we talked about time there, it it's quality time. It's not, hey, Dad, let's play video games for five, six hours today, right? That's not quality time with your kids. The quality time is time making memories, yeah, right and, and time teaching them principles, right? Because as we all know, the the world, it's not an easy place, yeah, right. Life is not an easy journey, no, nope. right. And, uh, and if, if you're not on top of it, if you' not if you're not trying to stay one step ahead of it or at least keeping up with it, It'll eat you alive. Yeah. So you gotta teach your kids how to deal with this kind of stuff because the the world is full of stressors, right? We're all gonna we're we're all stressed out at some time or another. And if you know the, the world isn't gonna teach them how to deal with those things. The world isn't there's no there's no classes like I was thinking about this the other day that you know there's classes that should be put into high schools mm-hmm. and into the public school system that just aren't taught, right? right. Fiscal responsibility. How to be responsible with money, learning about money, how to how to use money right. So, you know, it's money's not everything in the world, but it, it's pretty important in 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 the sense that you got to have somewhere to live, and you got to have something to eat, and you got to have clothes to wear, right? Yeah. You don't want to be walking around broke all the time, right? And and having that stressor in your life. And then there's social skills, and you, know, you learn social skills um, talking with people at school, right? But you do, it doesn't really hit you how important social skills are. Until you get out in the real world, right? Yeah. And and communication, uh, communication. I mean, think about uh, Kit. I, the the work that you do, right? The construction. How many connections have you made throughout your life, right? Um, a lot. And and have they benefited you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And how? I mean, how great would it have been if somebody could have sat you down when you were a young kid? And maybe they did. Maybe maybe Dad did. I don't know, but sat you down and talked to you about. Dude, this is how important your social life is going to be. This is how important these relationships are going to be and you got to be able to develop those, hold on to them, manage them, right? There's just things that we've got to teach our kids that just aren't going to be taught anywhere else. Yeah. If we want them to be successful and like you said, we don't want to be mom and dad to the grandkids, right? Right? So we got to teach them, you know, we got to teach them what we know as parents.
0: Yeah. Even and they don't care how much you know, they just want to know how much you care. Right? Dude, I love that. And and that's the truth. And they'll know it, dude. You can't fake it. Yeah. Right. But the, the truth is, is managing those relationships um, are super important. But just as important um, is knowing what relationships to just get rid of. Yeah. Because honest yep. to God, you don't have time for all of them. No. Right. And all my that's buddies, true. When, when they call me and say, hey, do you want to go shoot coyotes or you want to go uh, catch bass? They don't ask just me. They They, they ask me and my kids. Because yeah. they know – if you ask just me, I mean – The answer is no, man. Yeah, bro. I go everywhere with the boys. Yeah. And so, you know, what's funny is my boys are like best friends with some of my buddies. And, yeah. And, you know, they'll call me up and say, hey, can I take your son to shoot pot guts and then um, we're going to chainsaw down some trees and clear some, you know, prop- our property and – Get rid of some noxious weeds, and I'm like, sure, dude, put them to work. It's cool. Yeah. So they'll call and go hang out with the kids too. That's uh, awesome. But, but I think the kids notice that. They notice everything. You know what I mean? And so raising them up, it's like those relationships. I was on a, um, I was doing a seminar one time, and I was one of the members of the panel. Like a, it's a panel of specialists, and they people ask you questions, right? Gotcha. And someone asked the question uh, to me if you could go back into your early twenties or late teens, what is the one thing that you would do better or that you would like us to know? And so people were answering the questions and given the kind of the obvious answers, yeah. right? Uh, paid more attention to school and learned more and this and that. Right. Yeah, Almost textbook, textbook right? stuff. Yeah. And, not just textbook, but I mean, I could have even told you the answers that were going to come up. Yeah, because that's the right thing to say. Well, yeah. the truth is, they asked me, and and they're like, "How about you, kid? And I'm like, "Well, this is the deal. I would take that whole year, and I would meet everybody, not ask them questions, and 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 I would make sure that I kept, you know, notes of what I learned. And stay in contact with those because the truth is, man. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you got to get a new circle.
1: Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Yep.
0: And so, never um, be the
1: smartest person in the room.
0: Right? Yeah. I'm always the dumbest. Easy. Me too, dude. <laughs> but but those relationships are so important. And when you can call somebody and you've already have a reputation for doing whatever, working with them, or they just like you. People do business with people they like. That's yeah. the truth. You know what I mean? Yep. If, if it's not convenient, then they better like you. Yeah. Right? It's one or the other. Yeah. And and so those relationships, man, you can call them up and say, da 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 I need this or that, or hey, what do you think about this or that? And and you're in there like swimwear, right? Yeah. And so I think they're super important because if you have nowhere to turn or nowhere to go um, and no one to bounce something off of, you really don't have anything other than Google.
1: Yeah, that's it, and that's—I mean—these are the lessons that we've got to teach the kids, yeah. right? We're we're trying to set them up for success. That's our job, right? Is to ensure that when they come to that age, that they can get out on their own and be successful. Yeah, and you know, if they want to have a family of their own, right? Um, the other thing that uh, that goes along with this, and because we were talking about building trust, is listening to the kids, right yeah. now. Sometimes I'll be well, I'll be honest with you dude, about half the time it's it's so hard for me to listen to the kids. Like they're whining about something, they're complaining about cuz it's their age, yeah, right? Sure. It's their age and it's like, "You know what? I don't want to hear it. Just, you know, I don't want to hear about why you don't want to go to bed. Mm. I don't want to hear about why you don't want to do your homework. I don't want to hear about why you don't want to go outside and clean up the dog poop. Like I I don't want to hear it. Just go do it, right? right. But as they get older, I think it's going to become more important at least for for me and in raising these kids to listen to them if they've got problems if they've got concerns like sit down eye to eye yeah and listen put your phone down right you you can't be a parent to a kid while you're playing on your phone right mm-hmm. and i've I've started to realize that lately especially with like when my wife is talking to me um if I'm on my phone dude I don't hear a word she says even though she could be talking for two hours I'm like yeah that's And I'll respond to her questions, but I don't remember what I said. And it kept the conversation going, but I was on the Mm -hmm. phone the whole time. So you put the phone down. You have to. And listen to the kids. Let them know that they're important to you and that their problems are important, that their thoughts are important. That's the other thing, too. Right? Kids, I mean, we come up with ideas all the time. And you said this in a previous podcast that you tell, if you tell big ideas to small-minded people, how are they received? Right? And, And the other thing that goes along with that is you know kids if they come to you with thoughts and ideas and how to solve their problems listen listen yeah. and then acknowledge that you know sometimes they may they may be right And sometimes we got to share some experience with them right to 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 point them in the right direction and get them on the right path but build
0: them yep. build up their confidence yep that's the best thing you can do teach yeah. them everything you can at a young age and if you think they're too young no you ain't paying attention man yeah you show them once boy they can i threw my son in that big excavator and he's like it's pretty big dad i don't want to i mean i fit in the bucket and i'm like yeah it's no different than the little one he's like well i'm kind of scared and i said don't be throttle it up yeah and you got to give that opportunity to them and if they crush something dude my kids have crashed the boat they've Crash the truck, they smashed the side of the dump truck with a tractor. How else are you going to learn? Yeah. You got to be bumping and grinding to learn. That's yeah. just
1: how it is. Yep. I love that. Give them opportunities, right? do You have to. Don't don't try and do everything for yeah. them.
0: It's what, easier if we do it.
1: It is. And that's something that I got to learn, Kit, because I, I, I have a hard time like uh, letting the boy go out and mow the lawn. I'm like, you know what? I got a particular way that I do this. I'm going to mow the lawn. But to be honest, my dad had me mowing the lawn when I was like six years old. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, dude, I need to just let the reins go a little bit and let these kids do some of this stuff. Let them show you what they can do. Let them show me. You
0: give them that trust, you just gave them the reins, bro, and they'll run. They'll do it. Yeah. Even if you're in there cringing, going, my OCD, I see a mohawk in the lawn. The lines are going their own way. (laughs) Even if you're patting your head and licking the window, bro, just (laughs) let it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just tell them, good job. Good job. Yeah. We'll go
1: clean it up later. So, yeah, <laughs> good deal. So, yeah, that, that listening is, is key and important to letting him know that you care, right? Yeah, and there's so. a
0: difference between listening and hearing, too. Right? Oh, big time. So, it's, uh, you can listen, but did you hear? Right?
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, um, I don't know. I mean, do we want to, I mean, we've talked about all these things that we've talked about for ourselves, right? Uh, having confidence, not wasting our time, um, you know learning how to, to be patient and learning how to work through issues and, and being better tomorrow than you are today. All these things that we've talked about, I think we're on like we've done something like 40 something episodes by now, right? Yeah. These are all things that not only should we be learning ourselves, but our kids should be learning too. And if we get them started at an early age, right. Yeah. And, and help them recognize their worth um, and their value and that they drive that from themselves, right. Yeah. It's not what the world tells them or, you know, mom and dad can help a little bit at, at helping them find their their worth and their value, or identifying that right if they're having trouble. But all these things the kids need to learn them too yeah. if they're going to be successful when they grow up.
0: Yep. And our kids are going to make mistakes, and I think parents we get we get in our own little way and we go, "Oh man, that's going to reflect on me." It's like, you know what? What a great opportunity! Let them make the mistake. And then be like, okay, now that the mistake's made and you're having a conversation and they feel bad, the conversation should be about don't let that mistake identify you because it's not who you are, man. Yeah. And so teaching them to move past that and and to be them is more important than the mistake they made. They already know. You ain't got to say nothing. When your kid's feeling bad and head's hanging low, what they what, is get it, it. what is a parent going to say, bro? They're already kicking their own butt. Yeah, they get it. You know what I mean? Yep. Put your arm around them and say they don't identify you because you will get more out of that kid by giving him that kind of love than you will by sitting him down in timeout and, and giving him a lecture. Yeah. I don't listen to lectures, whether it's in church school or from my parents. Yeah, I check out. Yeah. So and kind of the same way.
1: Yeah. And, and this whole thing, like let him make mistakes. Right. I think that as parents, we want to protect them. Right. We, we, we kind of mentioned that a little bit, but we want to protect them and make sure, like, hey, don't do, don't do the same things that I did. And sure. to an extent, that that's true. But when they're when they're smaller things, right, let them make the mistakes because we understand, or we should understand by now, that mistakes equal experience. Yeah. And your kids need to have experience if they're going to overcome the harder things that come later on in life, right?
0: Yeah. Every kid's different, too. Yeah. I've got one. Oh, that sure. If you say here's the rule book, bro, he'll have it memorized. Right? I'm lifting yep. him up. I'm like, son, jump in the, jump in the bu- bucket of the excavator. I'll lift you up there and show you how to get this tree down. Take that chainsaw with you. But hang on. Yeah. Right? Because I'm going to lift you up there. He's like, is this safe? I said, nope. Yeah. But do you trust me? He goes, yeah. I go, get in. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing, I mean, he should be the safety manager, right? <laughs> but he's a rule follower. Yeah. And, and I love that about him because there's no question yeah it's like this is right that's wrong so boom that's the this is what we do this why is... why do you do it i don't know because it's the rules right right he's that guy and then yeah. my youngest is like mm, those are suggestions all them <laughs> rules are suggestions right <laughs>
1: it's a good recommendation dad but i live in the wild west <laughs> right.
0: and so the reality is they're going to approach it differently therefore we have to approach them differently Yep. Right? For sure. And I don't care if you tell them everything that you went through in your life. They're still going to make mistakes, and so are we. Yeah. Let's do it together. Put arms around each other. Don't let those mistakes identify them, especially when they're young. Man, they're so tender. Uh, they're learning. They're developing. And you don't want to develop a hiccup or an in, you know be insecure about this, this or this. Yeah. Right?
1: Yep. The that's that's so true, Kit. Because I I think about my kids, and I, this is true for everybody, right? But my eight-year-old, he's he's kind of, he's introverted quite a bit. Now, he he makes friends at school and everything like that. And maybe it's just that things are different nowadays. But when, you know, when I was a kid, I was, I never spent any time in the house, hardly spent any time in the house. I was always out playing with friends, going to the neighbor's house. And that's, I don't know if it's just, that's not how things work nowadays because of the world that we live in or or if, you know, it's it's because, you know, kids' personalities, whatever it is, but... He's more introverted, and then I've got a four-year-old, my daughter, dude, and she's got personality for days, and you can't tell her what to do. You right. can't. You have to bargain with her. You have to make her think that it's her idea <laughs> in order for her to de- And she's only four years old, man. I got my hands full when she turns into a teenager. But Yeah, you do. But they're, they are. They're all different. But even though they're different, you can teach them the same things. Sure. You just do it different ways, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that my wife is, is adamant about is – teaching the kids to be dependable. Right. And, and not just dependable for us, but dependable on a team. Like she puts the kids in team sports. And I think we all, to some degree, have put our kids in some type of sport, whether it was an individual sport or a team sport or something like that, but let them know that other people count on them to do their part. Right. And then that will, will instill in themselves that they can count on themselves to do their part. Right. Right. It helps them develop that confidence. And also just, be a reliable individual if somebody needs something, yeah. right? Especially when it comes to, to work and career and stuff like that, whatever you
0: choose. Dependability is so important. I mean, if you're a hard worker, but you're not dependable, guess what? You don't have the whole package. Yeah. And the best way to teach dependability, show them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Be yep. dependable. When the kids were getting up early, going to work, I'm like, look, man, the, the night train, the, the F-450 leaves at this time, 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, if you ain't there, mommy's giving you a ride. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times they were chasing me up the driveway with their pants falling down and their boots in their hand. You know
1: that four fifty just pulling away, dude. Yeah, I did <laughs> too. I seen I seen
0: them in the mirror, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna let mom give them a ride because it'll 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 be the last time. And it was it was the last time. Oh jeez, dependability big.
1: De- yeah, big. Well, Kit, I I think we've. We've kind of hit on everything that we wanted to hit on today with, with regard to raising them upright. We we could talk about this for probably another couple of days, right, on on these oh. things. But what it comes down to as parents, Neck Nation, is you guys know. You guys know in your hearts what your kids need, right? Yeah. And just make sure you're there to give it to them and to raise them upright. And I think right. that's
0: super important. as Us as parents and you guys as parents, you just need to trust that you know better than you, than. You know what I mean? You know, you You are given that gift as a parent to that child. You are given that gift to know. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, we'll leave you with that message, Neck Nation, and uh, be sure to like and share this video. If you're watching on YouTube, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We got those going on. Go to neckroots.com. We got a new uh, shopping thing going on with the website. I think we had some issues with the old one, whatever, but uh, we're making it easier for you guys to get hats and shirts. And you need to get a hat and shirt because they'll make you look good. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening. And bless up Duck Nation. Bless
0: up. Thanks.